Sex you up, tick tock you don't stop. Tick tock you don't stop. I wanna sex you up, tick tock you don't stop. Tick tock you don't stop. It's Yanni P, and welcome to another episode of your weekly long day. That is what you call an oxymoron because weeks have seven days, but now my weeks are called days because it's International Pronoun Day and it's time to celebrate. Shout out your pronouns and shout them out loud and proud. Mine are he, ha. What's so tallest? What a week we have. Mark Zuckerberg under fire. Facebook got sued 14 million for uh, knowingly being involved with AstraZeneca's collecting of our information. I don't care, AstraZeneca. Figure me out, baby. I don't care. What else is going on? China secretly launched some type of hyper-technological missile that caught U.S. intelligence by surprise, and they are worried that we're in an arms race. Good thing you just woke up, baby, because the alarm clock's been going on, and it's in Chinese. Meh, meh, meh. It's Squid Games 24-7. I know it's Korean, but for the sake of the joke, they're all from the East, and the language sounds the same. So, welcome to a new world where China has been fucking arming up, baby. They're getting ready. China's arming up like a high school white suburban shooter. Getting ready to approach a middle school. Good thing we're getting ready. Maybe we should arm our security guards. And by security guards, I mean some of our new members of the military who are trans. And congratulations to Dr. Rachel Levine, the first female four-star admiral in our public health service. I didn't even know what that was before this, but I am going to do this whole episode in TikTok dance. Party in the ghetto, in the ghetto. We got a lot going on. There's some mercenaries who were kidnapped in Haiti. Um, That's kind of on the tourist brochure. When you go to Haiti, some of the things you can check out are being kidnapped. So uh, good luck to those 16 Americans and one Canadian who will never be heard from again. Um, Condoleezza Rice was on The View. Lots of drama, lots of drama. Girl fight, girl fight, what's all the laws? Uh, Rudy Giuliani posted a video in Abraham Lincoln face. Kids got legal troubles. Please go order a cameo from him now because he has cameo and there's nothing funnier than a cameo from Rudy Giuliani who's doing cameo so he can raise money for his defense because Donald Trump hasn't given him a penny and has left him out to dry. What's the deal is pig organs are being used possibly in the first transplant that ever happened on a human. They used a cadaver, they took a kidney from a pig, a manipulated pig, genetically manipulated, so they didn't have that sugar problem and it worked. So, fucking eat those steaks, baby. Eat those burgers, baby. If you drink that alcohol, baby, if those organs fail, you can get a fucking cop's kidney. What you do?
weekend. I don't mean to call cops pigs, but the joke was there and I took it. I know it was an attack. I just launched an attack on cops. Um, if cops were the sensitive group that the trans community is right now, George Takai, the great social commentator, um, who otherwise is known as some guy on Star Trek, the Asian guy on Star Trek. By the way, Star Trek was ahead of the curve on the diversity scale, right, Jess? They had uh, Senator O'Hara on there, right? She was the hot black chick, Pato Roma. Then we had Captain Kirk, and we had a fucking Vulcan on there. Talk about diversity. And you had an Asian guy, okay? Back in the days where there were no Asian guys. There was only Jerry Lee Lewis in big glasses and buck teeth. So shout out to George Katai, who is what you call a $3 bill. The kid loves men. And uh, he called Dave Chappelle special an attack. It was an attack. Um, I agree. It was like a supersonic missile that circled the atmosphere and landed 12 miles off its mark. Surprising Chinese intelligence. It was an attack. So I'm sorry I just launched that attack against police by calling them pigs in that joke in the opening. Um, I've put myself on notice, I put myself on notice, I put myself on notice, I put myself on notice. Um, November 4th, I will be in Baltimore with the great Sergio Chicone and Jared Harvin. So get your tickets. Also, a whole bunch of new dates just went up. Phoenix, Tampa, etc. I'm in Canada. GiannisPappasComedy.com for tickets. And please, everybody, I've been shadow banned on Instagram. If you like this comedy, go to Patreon.com slash Days and join for a bonus episode and other content. Support the show. It's important. Be proactive about the type of comedy you still want to exist in this world because this is being considered an attack. Um, also, please, on iTunes, Go and rate and review the podcast. It pushes it up the rankings. Tell your friends. Join the Clips page on YouTube as well. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. It's a fun show to watch. Who doesn't want to see my my uh, my beautiful face? My eyes are so close, they'll make you think about how you wish your family was closer this Thanksgiving. If you're in a fight with your family, think of my eyes and get closer. Um, Dave Chappelle. So the trans, and also we have, of course, Comet Roulette right now, the great king of the Comet Roulette chat, Jared Harvard's in here. Sergio checked in in between boxing sessions in the middle of some park or under a bridge or in a taxi cab or on top of a roof or wherever his gym is this week. Uh, could be on a boat, could be on the ferry. I mean, he will train you anywhere. Just hit up Sergio Chicone. He will come train you in your bathtub, your bathroom, in your basement, he'll train you in somebody else's hair. He's available to train you anywhere. I mean, anytime I go to Sergio Chicone's stories, there's somebody hitting mitts and it's in a strange location. So he's doing what he can. Also, he prefers cash to avoid taxes because that's what we all like to do. So don't hit him in the Venmo. Pay him in Bitcoin. Even though Sergio does not understand Bitcoin, he's got a new boxing podcast. Check it out. Sergio, no job, Chacon, somebody said. Now, Sergio is a very successful boxing trainer. If you're in the New York area, go join. Uh, go join. He's the best trainer out there and a very hilarious comedian. As you know, he'll be with me on November 4th, which is going to be a fun time for the three of us. Um, unless I get pulled over. 
And then uh, I will have a black and essentially a Puerto Rican and a half in the car. So there's a good chance we're all going downtown in Baltimore while we're passing Baltimore to go to Timonium, which is, I guess, the suburb of Baltimore, somewhere outside of the wire. Um, I will be transporting minorities across state lines for my show on November 4th. So it will be fun, but it also proves that I'm a fucking diversity person first. So happy pronouns day. Pick your pronouns, say them loud and proud. Okay. Um, and until we see these new movie ideas that I've been coming up with. Okay. Until we see the social, uh, hall of justice movie called resist with spider person and wonder woman's daughter who uh, identifies as a her, they, um, versus some of the special villains we'll have, like the triggerer, um, like the special villain, a uh, uh, special villain called a white man and his sidekick Karen, <laughs> and uh, my favorite villain, the misgenderer. So I would love to see that Hall of Justice movie be made. Uh, somebody, uh, Ark, Ark 707 without a profile. You know when there's not a profile pic that the comments are going to be, uh, could get you demonetized. So he calls George the quote-unquote Taiwanese twink freak Takai. So I shouldn't have read it, but I did. Um, somebody's pronouns, is the Star Spangled Kid <laughs> says his pronouns are fuzzy muzzy. Um, so it's what it is. It's Greek. It's pronoun day. So go for it, guys. Uh, a body was found believed to be the squeak brain laundry just now. Oh, they found him. So he's dead. Oh, big fucking mystery. Um, I bet you he was in a uh, national park and hopefully he got eaten by bears. Um, so Dr. Rachel Levine, um, the New York Times tweeted out an article and in their tweet, they said, the first, the first female four-star admirable, admirable, <laughs> admiral of the public health service. And Twitter went ablaze uh, with, um, with uh, memes and comments. And it was pretty, it was ratioed pretty much one way. And that way, one way was jokes about, uh, Dr. Rachel Levine um, being female. One of them was Homer Simpson in a dress twirling, which you know how a lot of times people animate, you know, there's a thing you can animate yourself and turn yourself into a Simpson. If you did the reverse and took Homer Simpson and, and humanized him, anthropomorphized him, if you will, he would look a little like Dr. Rachel Levine. That's just what I'm seeing with my eyes. Um, so Dr. Rachel Levine is a trans woman and you can, um, you know that because of eyesight. So if you can use your eyes, you can see that this is a, uh, trans woman, a woman. And what that means is a woman, um, what's the best way to consider this? Um, I know zitching today. I must be allergic to uh, myself. She is. <laughs> Somebody else said, uh, it looks like Will Farrell in a wig. Now, are you allowed to make those jokes? Who knows? 
Um, it would be great if she had a sense of humor about it, but she probably doesn't. Um, and Rachel Levine was a trans woman, is a trans woman, meaning at some point, she before she started taking hormone blockers and estrogen, um, with the help of science to fix that shit, um, she was allowed to play pickup ball with the boys, is what I'm saying. So a lot of people on Twitter had a lot of fun. I think that's the best way is have some fun with it, you know? Here she is. Um, one great step forward for women. One great leap forward for funny. <laughs> what can you do? I mean, she's a handsome woman. <laughs> so, uh, the article, of course, called her transgender and everything, but whoever runs the Twitter account of New York Times, and I don't know if you know, like all the Twitter accounts are people, for all these companies, are run by like 20-year-old kids, right? Because old people just don't understand the internet at all. They don't know what's going on. So they hire these young Gen Z people um, and they handle the Twitter accounts. So the New York Times tweeted, quote, oh, that's not it. That's, uh, yeah, just New York Times. You can go to my Twitter and find it. Um, for, they, they basically quoted first female um, four-star admirable, admiral. And there was a lot of women in the comments underneath. And you can go read the comments and have fun with them, but there's a lot of women in there going, this is not, this does nothing for women. And I disagree. I disagree. I think what it does for women is it shows that, um, first of all, being a woman isn't all that you thought. You used to think getting your period and having a womb made you a woman. But you know what makes you a woman? Whoever tweets you are a woman. I joke. She's a trans woman. I don't understand what's so wrong with, why is it not good enough? Why is not the acceptance of trans women good enough? What's so wrong? Like what is so wrong? You know who makes the best argument that there's something wrong with trans women? Is trans activists who insist on saying, call me, I'm just a woman. Don't say, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. You're going like, but then if you're a woman, what's my wife? And you're like, she's also a woman. You're going, okay. Well, is there any difference? They're going, there's no fucking difference. You're going like, okay. One of them doesn't need to fucking stick a needle in their arm like they're Jose Canseco every week. And she can make a baby, and the other one still has a piece. So can we at least acknowledge some variation amongst women and call her a trans woman? Because we all know it's a trans woman. And I think everyone is okay with calling her her. But to say in the tweet that Rachel Levine was sworn in as the first female four-star admirable. This is the New York Times. This is the New York Times. Not uh, the Onion. This is the New York Times tweeting, Rachel Levine was sworn in as the first female four-star admiral in history. And you look at the picture and you go, everyone's going like, is that the first female four-star admiral? <sighs> Can we do first female with an asterisk on it? Like A-Rod's stats? How about we just do that? 
Like Barry Bonds holds the home run record, but with there's like an asterisk next to it because he was taking shots. Can't we just do the same thing with female trans champions like this? Just a little asterisk. To, so that was what it'll be. It'll be female with an asterisk. So it'll be like a Bobby. It'll. I'm sorry. It'll be like a Barry Bonds. Did I say Bobby Bonilla, who's still getting paid by the Mets? It'll be like a Barry Bonds stat. It's like he did hit those home runs. Technically, you can get a blowjob from this woman, and I don't think it's gay. So just put an asterisk next to it. She is a woman. She's a trans woman. She's a trans woman. I will be demonetized from this very funny, very reasonable, disarming rant. Because trans people are beautiful. I say it every week. Gotta have a character that's one. I find a lot of trans women very attractive. They're beautiful. They don't deserve discrimination. But everyone needs to be joked about. Nobody can take themselves too seriously. Because it seems like those people you can't joke about don't want equal treatment. They want special treatment. They want to be above. Okay? Because who traditionally can't you joke about? Kings, queens, priests, things like that. People in power. So if trans people want true equality, they should welcome jokes. Dave Chappelle's special, I think this is the second week we're talking about, but it's just like, as always in America, it's the biggest story. Meanwhile, in China, they launched some supersonic fucking missile without uh, our intelligence even knowing. We, we got caught by surprise, which is wild, that our intelligence is so bad now that we're not even on top of that. But... You know, it's um, it's a headline here that the uh, the trans workers at Netflix are going to be staging a walkout um, in protest of Dave Chappelle's attack, and the CEO um, of Netflix has um, he has reconsidered his position already. So I don't know if people really. Um, believe that he genuinely believes that or if he's been bullied into pulling back his uh, his position because he's changed his position now and he says that he misspoke he acknowledges words are violence Dave Chappelle's special was on it was a violent attack on the trans community and I don't but I don't think he's pulling the special so yeah, he says his stance on the Dave Chappelle, this Dave Chappelle special uh, hasn't changed, but he screwed up his message to staff ahead of their planned walkout. So whatever he's saying, um, you can you can make sure he didn't meet with any of his lawyers or publicists or PR reps and didn't change his opinion. You can assume that his, whatever you hear him saying is his true, genuine thoughts from his heart. The Dave Chappelle special is like still top 10 in the country, which lets you know only a minority of the people in this country enjoy Dave Chappelle. Only just a few. Not many people in this country share his views and not many in this country are scared to say it because um, they will have their private emails read. (laughs) Anyway. Do comedians get their spots axed if they admit that Dave Chappelle special was shit? That's D Donnelly. Um, no, I, I, you know, 
Was it shit? Dave Chappelle, here's the thing, which you may not know. Um, you got hacks. Okay, most people have no sophistication. That's why when they go to a restaurant, they can't tell the difference between Applebee's and uh, fucking um, some great Italian restaurant like El Molino in New York. They don't know the difference. If, if they experience El Molino, they might be able to tell, but they don't. Most of people, most of people, most of people lack a sophistication. So they don't know what, Ch- that Ch- what Chappelle was doing there. It was very funny, just not like bang, 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 hack funny. Hacks are very funny. Hacks are very funny, but they're called hacks, especially by insiders who are comedians, because we know the degree of difficulty is very low. It's like watching a skateboarder just ollie, right? You know, you get graded on degree of difficulty. So Chappelle is past that point of just going up there and crushing, crushing, crushing. Everyone knows he can do it. Everyone knows how funny he is. And he's past that point in his artistic development. Now he wants to say something. Now he wants to, uh, he wants to, uh, Take the hot button full of shit issues of the day and play around with them. That's what comedians do. They keep everyone honest. That's what the court jester's purpose was in the king's court. If you had a wise king, he wanted a jester there because kings knew that obsequiousness gets smarter. Obsequiousness isn't loyalty. It is deception. Okay? Sometimes when you disagree with the king, you're being loyal to him. And the only person who has the balls to disagree with power structures or powerful people is comedians because we're fucking rebels and we're sigma males. The good ones are. And um, we just sugarcoat it. We go, hey, I'm going to dance while I do it. Party in the ghetto. You're full of shit. In the ghetto. Party in the ghetto. Trans women aren't women. They're trans women. A trans woman is a trans woman and a woman is a woman. Party in the ghetto. We in the... See, we just... We sugarcoat it with charisma. But generally, comedians sugarcoat the truth. It's like having a, um, a children's vitamin. It's, it fixes, it's good for you, but we put a little sugar on it so you take it down because you're unsophisticated, barely sliding into human chimps. That's most of us. Our public education system in America is a failure. I'm talking to my own fan base. You guys are chimps. Because I am. I am. I'm a C minus D student. I'm a chimp. I do this for a living. I'm not an engineer. I don't fucking know anything about virology. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a fucking chiropractor. So for me to pretend like I know what's going on, I don't. I entertain. I read the news and I'm trying to be entertaining. Whoever's listening to this and going, Giannis is a philosopher. If I'm your philosopher, you're a fucking barely sliding into human chimp. I'm talking about play at the plate. They have to review it and you're just getting a pinky under the tag. Human. You're a bonaboo chimp. Omar as well says ivermectin monkeys. Which is very funny. (laughs) Ivermectin monkeys. Ah. It's the same reason shows like Big Bang Theory were number one for 10 years. People like cheap, safe laughs. That is exactly true. And so what Dave Chappelle was doing is a higher degree of difficulty that even if the general population can't understand, which apparently they can because his special is extremely popular. And it was even before the controversy really kicked in. 
um, because he's a very talented um, comedian. So uh, hacks have no degree of difficulty. They go for the lowest common denominator, you know, like the easy jokes. You know those comedians, and some of them are very, very funny. Hacks, hacks are not not funny. You know what I'm saying? You don't go to a Jeff Dunham concert and not crack up. He doesn't. Jeff Dunham doesn't not kill. He fucking crushes. Okay. Uh, any hack you can think of, you know, they crush. And I don't even consider Jeff Dunham a, a hack to the because he can fucking. He's got a skill. He could do puppets and shit. I can't do that. It's a skill. There's a lot of the hacks you know who go out there and they're fun and they throw a party, but there's nothing behind it. And that's fine too. It's entertainment. But Dave Chappelle is not just an entertainer. He is more uh, Chaucerian in spirit. Chaucer, Jeffrey Chaucer, gets smarter. Um, I was about to say a joke, but I'm not gonna. What, should, what can I say? This ain't whatever podcast you think it is, which is a little lighter. On substance, Jeffrey Chaucer came up with the best definition of art I've ever heard. It is instruction and delight. Okay? I love that. That what is art? It's instruction and delight. You know, when you when you watch something and you're just delighted, that's entertainment. When you watch something and you're just instructed, that's a lecture. When you combine those two, what you're watching is art. So people with a little bit more of a sophisticated palette, a little bit People who read a little bit more, who don't just mindlessly have a molested glow in their face and just scroll TikTok for four hours like I do, um, appreciate the Dave Chappelle special. And the controversy it stirs up is needed. It's needed. Those discussions are needed. Reality always needs to be defended because once you start compromising what reality is, once you cannot agree on what reality is, objective reality is no longer discernible, then we are vulnerable. If we can't agree on reality, we are vulnerable for a strong man to come in and impose one on us. If you look through history. So that's probably what will happen next in America. There'll be some dictator who will come through and he'll impose his version of reality on us and we will accept it. The majority will accept it because of fear and also just exhaustion of, from irrationality. People will just be so tired of the irrational bullshit that they'll just go, as long as you can shut these people up, we don't care what you're doing. Throw them in fucking camp. We don't give a shit. Because your extreme behavior creates reactionaries. Okay? You don't do any services to your cause by protesting Dave Chappelle's special or, you know, calling... J.K. Rowling's a turf because she believes uh, women who are born women should only compete with women who are born women. Um, so that makes her some sort of monster like fucking Stalin. You don't do yourself any service because that's an unreasonable position. What do I know though? J. Harvin 15, when Giannis says get smarter, it sounds like what a trans person would say to someone for misgendering them. <laughs> There's no excuse nowadays to not have beautiful straight teeth. So if your teeth are jacked up in any way, if you want them straightened, you want them fixed, you go see an orthodontist, right? Well, that's what sets Candid apart. What a great company. That's what set them up, sets them apart from all the other aligner companies is they use the specialist for the job, orthodontists. 
They work with orthodontists. Okay, so unlike these other poorly reviewed and insanely priced clear aligner companies that just use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. That's why they're the best. And the same orthodontist who creates your plan is with you from the start to the finish. So he's there the whole time. Your treatment is prescribed and it's closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. And that's what's great. This is done remotely, sent to you. It's very easy. You book an appointment at a candid studio near you. They're all over the place. Or you can do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. You could just do it online. Um, the average candid treatment is just six months. So in six months, boom, your teeth are fixed and you got a beautiful smile. You don't no longer have to smile like this when you go, oh, you can really let your choppers free, baby. Unleash your choppers. Uh, you'll start seeing results way before the six months though. Um, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. So go with the future, man, Candid. So Candid can help you get that brighter smile right now. All you got to do is get started from home uh, for just $15 with a Candid starter kit, okay? Or you can book an appointment at the Candid studio near you. So go to candidco.com slash fumes and use the promo code fumes. That's candidco.com slash fumes. Fumes, take advantage of this limited time offer for a $15 starter kit. That's all it costs. CandidCO.com slash fumes. If you watch or listen to this podcast and you want to fix your smile, use Candid. CandidCO.com. I mean, the solution to the headache that it is to go to the supermarket and pick out your meals and what you're going to eat every week. What are we having for dinner? One of the biggest arguments that couples have just pre-plan it with HelloFresh. I mean, it is amazing. Me and my wife absolutely love HelloFresh. It has changed my life. It will change yours. This is a legit sponsor here. This is good stuff. Um, it's quality. Um, it offers 50 menus and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing you plenty of variety in planning your meals okay hello fresh is the is the best it makes home cooking fun and easy and most importantly affordable and that's why it is america's number one meal kit right now they are crushing it because of how good they are they also have options uh, like quick and easy meals low prep one pan uh, and 10 to 15 minute meals so it's really easy if you want it to be if you're a single guy um and you cook alone or you're on the go um, it's the best. It just, it, it cuts down on your cooking, cleaning, everything. Um, it's not just for meals either. They, uh, they feature snacks, variety of snacks, like, uh, this fall's pumpkin cinnamon rolls to get you in the mood for the cozy season, pumpkin season. Yeah, sweater weather. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. So you end up saving money. It's just good for your pocket. It gives you more time. It frees up mental space. That's what Jesse, Jesse likes his meals planned out so he doesn't have to think about them. That's, that's what he is, you know? So um, you got you to gotta sign up with uh, HelloFresh. So here's what you have to do. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LongDays14 and use the code LongDays14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. So... They're taking you on a date. 
They're taking you on a date and they're paying for 14 of those meals. HelloFresh is a gentle woman or man, depending on what you want to be in the, in the analogy. 14 free meals. You get up to 14 free meals right now when you sign up with my promo code. So again, that's HelloFresh.com slash LongDays14 and use the code LongDays14 to get signed up to HelloFresh and just cut down on that headache at the supermarket. Brushing your teeth for me has always been boring. So that's why I'm so thankful for Quip and obviously the free joint that they sent me because that's the benefit of doing these ads is they, they send you their products so you can use it. And now I'm using it. It's absolutely amazing. What is Quip? Well, it's an electronic toothbrush that happens to be loved by over 7 million people. That's 7 million mouths have Quips in them right now. Okay? Do you want to be with like the cool kids? Well, then get yourself uh, acquainted with Quip. It is um, an amazing electronic toothbrush that has like AI and technology built in it. Um, it's lightweight. It has a sleek design for adults and kids. There's no wires, no bulky charger to weigh you down. Uh, you get a multi-use travel cover that doubles, doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. Uh, you get reusable handles in a, a range of sleek mental, metal hues. So if you want it to look cool, whatever you want it to look like, they'll make it look like for you with their sleek metal hues. It's just different, I guess, different colors of silver, including uh, their bestseller, All Black and All Pink for the boys and girls, okay? Ah, or theys. Um, they also got bright plastic colors. So they got whatever you want. So it tracks and improves your brushing with the free Quip app. So you sync it up with the app um, and you earn amazing rewards like, like uh, free refills products, a Target gift card, and much, much more. So they want to encourage you to brush your teeth. Nobody brushes their teeth enough. And that's what's so great about Quip is it makes uh, brushing your teeth fun and it incentivizes you with rewards to a brush. Um, so, uh, they, uh, anti, it also, uh, you could also has everything you need built in a complete routine. Quip does. They got anti-cavity toothpaste and mint or watermelon. Um, they got floss string that expands to clean and that stuff's very cool. Very cool. Uh, reusable floss picks that replace over 180 disposable picks with every refill. Refillable gum that's sugar-free, that has long-lasting mint flavor and comes with a dispenser. Refillable mouthwash, so it's very environmentally friendly. That's a f that's four times the concentrate, plus it's good for you and the planet. These guys are, they got a great company and a great product. Um, so uh, in, in addition to your brushing needs, they deliver fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, and this gum uh, refill every three months uh, from $5, and shipping is free. So it's it, very inexpensive. So you can save money, skip the hustle of the in-store shopping, and just have it refilled um, like clockwork. So all you got to do, Quip, go to getquip.com. That is getquip.com slash fumes right now. You'll get your first, refill, uh, your first refill for free. So uh, that's one on the house. Um, so go to getquip.com slash fumes. Um, it's Quip, the good habits company, baby. So get yourself your Quip right now. So good luck with your walkout. Um, the trans employees at Netflix. Um, um, we'll see what happens. So there's a new Delta strain. 
that is mutated, that is uh, different from the other Delta strain, um, which is uh, more transmissible again. And so I just want to give a shout out to all the people who have no uh, vaccinated immunity or natural immunity and who are just nice, warm, cozy hosts for the virus to replicate in. Um, so shout out to you, much respect. Um, the cases in uh, England have skyrocketed with this variant and now the variant's been detected in the United States because some fucking Brit on holiday went to Miami and decided to bang a Brazilian hooker and then of course she banged some fucking other guys and whatever. Okay, you don't get it that way, but you know what I'm talking about. Everyone in Miami's banging everybody. The place smells like Gloria Stefan's Pospas. It's a sex town. So we'll probably have another spike coming up and uh, you people who want an end to mandates and an end to the pandemic, um, thank you for contributing for it to continue. Um, It is what it is, okay? And I get it. How can you tell a population that the vaccine is not as dangerous as the virus when in the same breath you're saying this is the first female um, four-star admirable of the public health service. How can you do, how can you in the same, you're looking the same people in the eye. You're looking the same people in the eye. Okay? And you're saying these things. You're saying that this, this weightlifter, you're looking the people in the eye and this weightlifter who was a man, who was a man, a male weightlifter, like a year or two before, then gets to comp- He can't fucking hold a candle next to male weightlifters. He's like middle of the back or below. But then he transitions in a year, in one year, and competes against biological women in the Olympics. And you're looking at those people and saying, that's correct. And then you're also saying, we also want to try to convince you to take the vaccine. And then you wonder why they don't believe you. People are stupid, but they ain't that stupid. There she is. Look at her. Miss America. You're not helping your cause. But what do I know? What do I know? I'm just a Greco-Roman wrestler trying to convince you to join my Patreon at patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays because this episode will get me in trouble. So please, patreon.com slash Yachty Long Days so I can continue to joke freely. We're getting, we're getting to that point where you can't joke freely. You have to watch what you say with jokes. Which, don't get me wrong, makes it funner. I mean, being a comedian is not fun. If, if you're the class clown, it's not fun if you think, if the teacher likes what you're doing, you're going, what's the point of this? But when you get to be a little naughty, a little rascal. I like being a rascal. Call me Rascal Pappas. Cyclops, Colt, where are you at? Um, So it's International Pronouns Day. uh, A day that, you know, the global population voted on and is happy is here. I don't know where that came. I don't know how that holiday came about. But it's International Pronouns Day. So celebrate, say your pronouns loud and proud. Z, Zem, Zipper, Zap, Poopy Doopy. Yappy Pappy, 
Kuka, they, there, it, whatever you identify as. I bet you there's some sadomasochistic guy who goes to like dominatrices and he just, he, he loves it because his new pronoun is it. Call me thing. Degrade me. Shit on me. Shit on it. And he gets hard every time he hears it. The human brain is very fun. More fun than learning about the universe. So Candelisa Rice went on The View, which is, I think, one of the most sophisticated platforms for political dialogue. <laughs> and it was very controversial. She said we have to get back to these kitchen table issues. And what I liked was when she said I'm, they got into a, she got into a fight with the other girl who's on there. I don't know her name because I don't watch The View. Um, um, he got, she got into a fight with another girl because the other girl was like, Let's talk about January 6th, fucking, you know, this president, blah, blah, blah. And Condoleezza Rice was like, I already said it was wrong, but our institutions prevailed. They must prevail. Rule of law must prevail. But my favorite part is when she goes, you know, I'm an expert uh, in political science. I'm a political scientist. Um, she's like, and then, um, and um, I'm, I always thought I would see something like this in the countries I studied and not the country I live in, talking about the insurrection at the Capitol but then she said, and this is, I quote, I, I did, the one thing I didn't foresee was the rise of China. So, what were you watching? What show were you watching? That also shows that people who are in power in the know are a little concerned. It's not just the Long Days podcast who's getting concerned now about China. And you know who else was concerned about China. This guy, accordion hands, China. So um, that could be a uni the only thing that may unify us is if people just, everyone starts getting concerned about China. Um, the woman was like, you know, she was like, but wait a second. And I agree with the woman, whatever her name was, whatever her, who she got into an argument was, where she goes, but let, you know, I'm concerned when 80% of Republicans, because, you know, Condoleezza Rice was like, I don't want to run again. I don't want, I don't want to see Donald Trump run again. She didn't say it, but she was implying it by saying, I, you know, the people who've already been in there, I don't want to see them in office again. I want to see a new generation take it up from my party, etc. And then um, her name is Rice. She's on The View, apparently. She said, and this was a point that I give her credit for. She says, when you have 80% of the Republicans wanting to see Trump run in 2024... Um, and Rice said, and that's a fact, you know, right now they just did a poll and I saw that him and Biden are dead even. This is a twice impeached president who has, um, created this false reality that he won the election, which he did not. Okay. But, um, and you, you can hate me all you want for that. I don't know. Fucking stop following me. You think I give a shit. It's like, whatever. You want to play, you can like Trump, but let, let, let's not not like reality. He didn't win. By all accounts, he didn't win. Um, and Condoleezza Rice, because she was trying to ignore the point and trying to say that that's not true, said, I don't believe that. I'm a political scientist. Unless I can see the questions that were actually given in the poll, unless I can see the assumptions that were put in the poll, I'm not going to take for granted that that poll was Great. So that was her way of saying, I'm out of touch. That's, where, that's, that's her way of saying, we've lost our party. 
and I can't say it because Donnie T's popularity is as high as it's ever been. God, my nose is itching. I don't do blow. Jay Harden, 15. Condoleezza Rice got in a fight and she had to be separated uh, to about the same distance as the gap in her teeth. Yeah, if Condoleezza Rice, Condoleezza Rice had my eyes and I had her teeth, we could be on the cover of Mad Magazine. <laughs> we could be the first interracial Alfred E. Newman head. Uh, somebody's got a real question, and it's the very funny Mark Palmieri. He says, cuz, uh, <laughs> real question, does Condoleezza Rice got a deep fake? <laughs> Meaning a deep fake porno. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Mark. Um, I don't know. Live update, they found Brian Landry. Oh, wait a second. Um, she does have a deep fake. She does have a deep fake. Mark Palmieri, why is my nose itching? She has deep fake and it's very real. Yeah, she has deep fake. And let's just put it this way. Her deep fake looks like a uh, an after hours strip club you would go to deep in East New York where you would see a lot of Hasidic Jews there. If you're not familiar with Brooklyn, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you are from this area, uh, you might know what I'm talking about if you've been to one of those strip clubs like I have been. Not trying to brag, but you'll always see a couple of Hasidic Jews sneaking out of the community in there. Um, oh, God. Condoleezza Rice does have a deep fake, and I'm crying laughing. Um, so that was a little drama on The View. Condoleezza Rice was on there. And um, it, uh, it went fun. It went just like the story editors wanted to go. Drama, drama. Drama. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is uh, got a lot. Uh, somebody's called her gonorrhea rice. <laughs> her deep fix smells like gonorrhea rice. So there we go. Thank you, Arc Seven Hundred Seven. Your nose itches when people are masturbating to your likeness. Common knowledge. Thank you, Funk Master Teabag. Um. Fuck, marry, kill. AOC, Michelle Obama, Condoleezza Rice. I am going to marry Michelle Obama for the conversation. I'm going to fuck the shit out of Condoleezza Rice. No, I'm sorry. Shit. I am going to marry Michelle Obama. I'm going to fuck the shit out of AOC. And I am going to uh, kill Condoleezza Rice. Sorry, babe. I'll be able to masturbate to your deep fakes, though. So you're not totally out of the equation. Jay Harvin 15, she has a deep fake and she doesn't have a bush because she had one for about four years. There comes the king, baby. There comes the king. No bush, because she was working for one. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, big trouble. Um, he's being sued, civil suit, because of his uh, confirmed, allegedly confirmed prior knowledge of AstraZeneca stealing all of our data. They're basically saying that he knew, he let it happen, and I think he's getting sued for 14 million or some, which for him, what do you think 14 million is to Zuckerberg? Is that like pulling a 20 out and tipping a fucking bus boy? 
It's like pulling a 20 out when your car pulls around for Mark Zucky. Um, AstraZeneca collected the data of millions of people. And um, Facebook sold the data to AstraZeneca for money. What do you got? Speaking to the mic. You saying AstraZeneca? Yeah, what's it called? Cambridge Analytica? Cambridge Analytica. Okay. What's AstraZeneca? That's, it. That's the vaccine. Okay? Come on, man. I am not a real doctor. I just play one on my show. Come on, man. So, I'm not a real newscaster. I just identify as one. Come on, So, man. it's not AstraZeneca. It's Cambridge Analytica. But why do they all have these difficult names? I always am suspicious of anything that they make a difficult name because that's their way of like staying out of people's mouths. You know what I mean? That's why I feel like you're a good criminal. Name yourself something crazy. Because if your name is like John Simpson or something like that, it's very easy for people to remember. But if your name is like then like people are, you can hide for a while. I feel that way about pharmaceuticals. Like, have you ever heard of one pill that's easy to pronounce? They're all, all in the pharmaceutical companies, AstraZeneca. Have you taken a Pharmabimetol? You know, that's for seizures. Pharmabimetol. All these names, like you can pull up all these names for pills and they're very hard to remember because they don't want you to be able to make it for free. They want you to pay for it big time. Um... Or whatever. J. Harden 15, we're at the point where I can't tell if something is a new medicine or a new cheese. That is correct. Uh, Bry with a Y says, Blue Chew is the only pill I can pronounce. <laughs> they made that one real easy. Blue Chew. So Zucky is getting sued for that. Um, kid, like He was trying to make a little money. Um, so what can you do, Zuck? Good luck. Good luck, Zuck. Cambridge Analytica, they stole all of our info, right? Um, the evidence further demonstrates that Mark Zuckerberg also participated in misleading the public and government officials about Facebook's role under these circumstances. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg should be held liable for his involvement in the decision that enabled the exposure of millions of users' data. Now, this is why this is significant because this is the first time that Mark Zuckerberg has been uh, implicated himself by name. And, of course, Facebook released a genuine heartfelt statement that they were just paying the $14 million to stop the endless litigation, which is always a good way to just say I'm guilty. You know? I just don't want to deal with the litigation. When Michael, Job, when Michael Jackson settled out of court, he's like, I just can't deal with these legal fees. It's like, sure you can. Just do one concert in Germany and you'll make, they love Michael Jackson over there. And you'll be able to pay for your legal defense of treating kids like candy. Um, so, Rudy Giuliani, why is Rudy Giuliani in trouble? Everyone wants to know. What, what, what did the great mayor, America's mayor, why is he in so much trouble? He's in big time trouble. He's got legal troubles. He's, has, he's had his license suspended in New York and D.C. He's got a criminal probe happening right now and civil suits. Um, he also uh, has to deal with the disbarment proceeding um, to be disbarred, to not be able to ever practice law again. 
And so what do you do when you're in such hot water? You do this. Let's watch it. Because this is what the Chinese see when they check out our news outlets to see what our leaders are doing. They're doing a little TikTok filter action. Virginia, vote against the man who dishonored our past by selling my bedroom hundreds and hundreds of times to scoundrels in a pay-for-play scheme. In my time, we had a name for men who sold bedrooms for one night. In your time, the name is Terry McAuliffe and the Clinton flees once and for all. Okay, now, I don't know if Rudy Giuliani was available when Steven Spielberg made Lincoln, but I think that's a pretty... That's more of a dead-on Lincoln than Daniel Day-Lewis. What you're watching is a man who's lost his mind. So I would like to amend my TV show idea. We're going to put them in what we call the Yanni Long Day's loony bin. Demi Lovato, Britney Spears, and Rudy Giuliani roll cameras. It's a special episode of Deadliest Catch. Um, What he's referring to is the gubernatorial candidate in Virginia who is... Um, in the progressives' eyes, a old-school, moderate Democrat, which basically means Nazi, um, <laughs> that he is railing against. So he wants you to vote for whoever the Repo- Republican nominee is in that governor's race in Virginia. And um, I think he did. Uh, I think he did Abraham Lincoln's image a great service there. Um, why he chose to, <laughs> to do this. Perhaps this was a cameo that someone paid for and he just liked it so much that he posted it. Rudy Giuliani is on Cameo. So you can order a cameo from me or you can order a cameo from former presidential candidate, former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Former private attorney to the president, Rudolph Giuliani. Um who's in deep water with his criminal probe uh, for his connections to uh, Lou Parnas and Igor Fruman, who are uh, Ukrainian and Soviet-born people who are linked to illegal campaign donations from a foreign government. God damn my nose. So... um. Who, did somebody want to start a Kickstarter for Rudy? Because I don't know if Cameo's going to cut it, dude. I don't know if he's got enough filters. But I may order a Cameo from Rudy. Arc 707 says, Welcome to Rudy G's, where the only theory we are critical of is the theory that I enacted the Jan- January 6th storm of the Capitol. J. Harvin 15, he's, he's in deep water, and that water is murky because the makeup of his face is coming off. Very true. That's why it's murky waters for for Rudy G, who's been abandoned by the president. The president is not helping him with his defense. And um, there's rumors that he might flip on the president because of the pressure in the criminal probe. We'll find out. We will find out. Fox News told him that he had been banned from appearing on the network. That's how bad it has gotten. When you get banned from Fox, you did something. You did something, baby. 
Wow. So he's in hot water for claiming that two... Oh, yeah. Okay, this is what I like. This is the part I like because this is what you have to do. You got to sue. So Giuliani uh, helped land Fox in hot water for claiming that two election technology companies that helped rig the election in favor of Joe Biden, Dominion Voting Symptoms and Smartmatic have, uh, were involved in uh, throwing the election for Biden. So what Dominion did and Smartmatic has done, and we've said it on the podcast before many episodes ago, is they're suing. So Fox is fucked. And uh, Newsmax, Newsmax is fucked because now they got to prove it in court. Uh, they're being sued for liable for millions of dollars. So Rudy Giuliani got Fox in a lot of trouble. So um, just go get your personalized video greeting from Rudy Giuliani before he's behind bars. That will not be a filter when the bars are in front of him. So uh, what a fucking fall from grace. God, this week there's always a theme. You know, it's like Mark Zuckerberg, Rudy Giuliani, Fallen from grace. Um, so that's what it is right now with Rudy. And um, we lost uh, Colin Powell. We lost Colin Powell this weekend. To Depending on what news you read, um, if you read, if you read uh, right-wing outlets, he died from the COVID vaccine. <laughs> And if you read left-wing outwits, he was an 84-year-old man who uh, had a grave illness and his breakthrough infection was too much uh, for his system to handle. He was 84 and he did have, what was his condition that he had? So let's look at some of these uh, headlines. They're pretty funny because you can just tell the political divide in the headlines. Um, yeah, so even CNN. Let, let's, see the, let's see what their headline is. Colin Powell... If you scroll up, Colin Powell, first black U.S. Secretary of State, dies of COVID-19 amid cancer battle. So that is, I have to give credit to CNN. That's an accurate, that would be an accurate full representation of what was going on. The kid had cancer. So COVID threw him over the top. And then if you go, why don't we go to Newsmax, Colin Powell? Let's see what Newsmax is kicking up. Let's see what kind of dirt they're kicking up. Coffee and Cats wants us to know that Colin Powell didn't eat enough kale. Um, <laughs> so, Newsmax on Colin Powell. Let's just take a little gander. Uh, Colin Powell, did they even report on it or are they too scared to get sued even more? <laughs> Newsmax may be out of business from these voting machine. Um, they're getting sued for a lot of money and there's no way they're not going to lose that case. Because they were taught, they they were really slandering Dominion. Um, so I don't know, you or Fox, fine, you know, because there was a bunch of headlines that saying, uh, uh, you know, the vaccine, you know, the vaccines don't work, whatever. Um, so rest in peace to Colin Powell, great African American um, member of the Washington establishment for many many years. Um, who did tell us there was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. I think I do remember that. So that was one thing. Let's see. Um, Jesse will search for it because it's fun. Who are we looking at now? This is just an article that's part of Putting it all together. Oh, let's see. Wait. Uh, so the, what did Tucker say? None of, the, uh, none of the Fox News hosts mentioned the fact that 90% of Fox Corporation employees are vaccinated or the fact that unvaccinated Fox employees must submit to daily code tests. 
uh, COVID tests, whatever. You get it. There was other articles out there that just said he died of COVID. They didn't mention that uh, he was also an 84-year-old battling cancer. Um, so rest in peace to Colin Powell. Colin Powell. Colin Powell. And um, also rest in peace, I hate to say this, to the 17 uh, mercenaries who were kidnapped in Haiti. Um, good luck getting the government's attention right now. <laughs> Imagine calling Joe Biden right now and saying, hey, we got 16 Christian missionaries in Haiti. I think they're demanding $1 million per Christian missionary. The United States does not have any money right now. So that's like a crackhead. You're going to hit up your mom and you're like, yo, mom, I got a job. I just need, you're like a crackhead gambler and you go to your mom's house. You're like, yo, mom, just give me a hundred dollar loan. I'm telling you, I got a job. I'll be able to pay you back in three days. And your mom just goes, son, I'm out of money right now. Okay. I gave it all to your Chinese father. I just said he was Chinese because I wanted to diversify the family. No other reason. No strings attached. Just a diversified family in that example. So this gang has kidnapped U.S. missionaries in Haiti. 17, 16, like I said, American, one, um, one Canadian, um, which is like a practice American, you know? That's like a Division Three American. Um, who's worth more on the market, you know? It's like when you go to these markets, it's very, it's very interesting. Like... Patrice O'Neill was very correct about how much a missing white woman's worth. We can see that by how this chick is still making headlines. We're still searching for a killer, even though we know he's dead. He's dead now, we found he's dead. I found out live, he's dead. You know how many probably like black, Hispanic, whatever people go missing every year? And like they, it doesn't make natural headlines. So we know how much a white woman is worth missing. We also know how much a white adopted baby's worth. Woo, that's top of the market, baby. If you want to adopt a white baby, you don't see any white babies adopted to poor families. There's not many white babies who go to poor families. You got to have a lot of money to get one of those, top of the market. Um, now let's find out how much a Christian missionary is worth. What were their races? Let's find out. We can't. But um, Christian missionaries missing are uh, kidnapped. Are they as much, are they worth as much as British civilians or journalists? Because I'll tell you how it ends for a couple of journalists. Uh, remember that era? We're just journalists were fucking every other week. Someone was sending you a beheading video of some journalist who got trapped in Iraq. I hope the best for these missionaries. I really do. I just think Joe Biden's really fucking busy right now. The timing's real bad. He's getting that call and they're going like, yeah, there's 16 missionaries who want a million each. He's going like, ah, oh, fuck, who doesn't want something right now? He's like, Jesus, gas is almost $4 a gallon. We got an inflation crisis. We got this voting rights bill that we're fighting with the Republicans about. We got, uh, we got the budget we got to pass. Uh, you know, we got, uh, we got this border crisis, which by the way, just so you know, border arrests right now, are at an all-time high since 1986. So that lets you know two things. One, that um, illegal boarding crossings are at their highest, and that's probably about it. 
That's all we know. Um, because the highest arrest doesn't mean like, you know, we're doing anything like mischievous. It just means that um, there's a lot of people to arrest. And yeah, indeed, I read that, that border crossings right now are at an all-time high, illegal border crossings. So um, they arrested 1.7 million around. Um, Jesus Christ, in one year, 1.7 million people. That's as big as like a lot of cities <laughs> trying to get in. Oh, man. So that's, uh, it's not a big deal if you live in a gated community in the Northeast. But, God, if you live in El Paso, you definitely want to call ADT security and have them at least put, install a camera. <laughs> More than 608,000 Mexican nationals were arrested, making up the largest group of migrants ever arrested at the border, followed by 367,000. That's Catholic Church pedophilia numbers in France. Migrants from other countries other than Mexico and Central America, 309 Honduran nationals. So um, the highest number of apprehensions were made at the Rio Grande. Yeah, that's where it's all going down. Sector that stretches along the border of Texas and Mexico. Uh, so that's the spot. That's, that's where the hole in the bucket deal lies is. Can't we just get some, um, you know that foam? That they put in the hole and it expands? Or what's that uh, that seal that the infomercial is? What's that infomercial? Something zeal? Seal? Flex seal. Flex seal. Put some flex seal in the wall. The Rio Grande, just need, there needs to be a, that would be a funny commercial. Are you listening to SNL? Flex seal. But you could never do that because comedy is hate speech now. You could never do a flex seal commercial about the hole in the wall in the Rio Grande. But that's a funny idea. Um, J. Harden 15, they are demanding 1 million per missionary or the Haitian equivalent, which is eight goats. So whichever, whichever you can come up with first, 1 million US or eight goats Haitian per Christian missionary. Um, I'd like to see if these people get rescued. What do you think? What's the over-under? Should we call Bet MGM and ask them what Vegas says? Because I, I am taking the under that they don't get rescued. Did I say that right? I work for a betting network and I don't know how to bet. D. Donnelly says, put crocodiles in the Rio Grande. Boom, sorted. That he said sorted lets me know that he's an English kid because you guys talk weird. Sorted. Put some crocodiles down at the in the Rio Grande. Sorted. The whole situation is sorted. Um, so good luck to those mercenaries. You know, it, Joe Biden's just on another call right now. I mean, it is just the kid's got a. He's got a. We're in a national pandemic still. You know. You know, and you know, and the kid is declining. He doesn't, you know, I don't know if he's got a lot of room in there and a lot of mental space for Christian missionaries. They're almost barely making the news right now because Dave Chappelle made a comedy special. <sighs> oh! Oh! You know, 
the media is just as guilty as unvaccinated people clogging up ICUs because there's a lot of stories that need to get out there that are real. But Dave Chappelle's special is taking up a bed. This is Long Days. Let's get to the Patreon. All right, guys. Now for our special uh, small business shout outs. Very appreciative of these guys. Uh, always love supporting small business, as should you. It's what gives uh, the world its flavor, you know, so everything doesn't look like a goddamn Applebee's. And also, shout out to Channing Tatum, who finally weighed in on Dave Chappelle's special. I was waiting for the, your official uh, press release on that, and you tweeted out that you were disappointed by it. So um, I didn't know how to think about it until I, I, I read your tweet. Because, I mean, what is, what is your position on an issue before you hear from Channing Tatum? You don't really know until Channing Tatum weighs in. So thank you, Channing Tatum, for taking the time out of your day to make sure that whatever movie you have coming up um, makes China and the studio happy or whatever. I don't know why China would care, but I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, We may have to just cut that part out. (laughs) Or we just leave it in just to show the wheels of this fucking machine and how franks and beans they are. Give a shout out to Nate Linder. um, NateLinder.com. Okay, he builds websites, websites, runs digital advertising campaigns. He is a, a online marketing genius, NateLinder.com. Uh, go check him out, get quotes. He'll help you with everything and uh, get your social media game, your digital business um, much improved. Um, we got Andrew Cuomo Secretary, one of the best all-star Patreon names of all time. And who's behind Andrew Cuomo's secretary? The great ZJamaRealty.com. Okay, a couple of screwed in Jewish kids in Brooklyn will find you an apartment or a commercial spot for your business. Any commercial or apartment rental listings in Brooklyn, go to ZJamaRealty.com. Okay? And you know the deal. What comes right after that is our boy Grant Trower in South Florida. Okay? Grant Trower dot the Atlantic Realty Group dot com. Hit him up 954-591-6465 at Grant underscore Trower on the gram. He'll get you an apartment or anything you need in the South Florida area. If you're trying to cash a check or somebody else's check that you stole from their pocketbook, you go to Chris Minetti. All right. If it's got a piece of paper on it, if you got a piece of paper and there's a number on it, there's a good chance you'll get the check cashed. So hit up our good boy Chris Minetti. At his phone number. That's it. 215-750-3730. He's got a lot of balls just giving his phone number. Because you know there's a lot of fans that are just calling up doing voices and pretending to fucking need checks cashed. I want to know how many prank calls Chris Minetti's getting right now. (laughs) So don't fuck with him too much, okay? Because I've seen Chris Minetti. He's a a tough kid. Um, So if you're in the Philly, South Jersey area... Philly, South Jersey area, and you want to get a higgy, and you want to get him, um, 215-750-3730, Chris Minetti, financial services. <laughs> Michael Hamlet, uh, 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 thebronxbrand.com, use the promo code FUMES for 15% off your order. Go uh, get something from one of these local Bronx artists. The art there is absolutely amazing so uh, he revenue shares with them go get yourself a shirt a piece of art um i may get one um from my house actually um so michael hamlet jr the bronx brand um reese ormond you know the deal with reese 
Uh, my man Reese is is all about Tech Vera, my friends. This is a great company. 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 coverage on all your tech needs. Um, just go to techvera.com um, and they will take care of whatever IT needs you need, you know, security, et cetera. Um, whatever it is, efficiency, driving out automation, whatever it is, instead of hiring individual uh, tech personnel, you can just hire Tech Vera and they'll do everything for you. So it's very cool. Eastside Cheesecakes, I think we're getting there. I think our, they go uh, October 31st. Eastside Cheesecakes is going national. About fucking time. So eastsidecheesecakes.com, Eastside Cheesecakes on the gram. The most amazing cheesecakes in the country. Go support Julian Gregory. They are crushing it. Also available at Uncle Polly's. I think he has like three locations in the Los Angeles area. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, go to uh, go get your Eastside Cheesecakes. Go to their website. Go to their gram, Eastside Cheesecakes. Check out that food porn. Rob's at the playground. Rob's at the playground. Rob's at the playground. <laughs> Rob's at the playground.com. The entire month of November, get 15% off apparel, 20% off prints, 25% off his paintings with codes, holiday apparel, holiday print, and holiday painting. Here's the deal, Rob. You could have had one fucking, one goddamn promo code, and it could have been fumes. But anyway, those are the three. Holiday apparel, holiday print, holiday painting to save uh, at the playground. So go visit the playground and see what kind of wild place it is that Rob's been at the playground. Um, and go support him, please. Um, then, of course, we got fucking exclusive, <laughs> exclusive autoshipping.com, which I think I saw a commercial on the Super Bowl. So, exclusiveautoshipping.com if you're moving your car anywhere in the world. Give them a call for your free quote if you need to move your wheels. Uh, ExclusiveAutoShipping.com for all your moving uh, automobile needs. And now to our newest Patreon members, my friends. Thank you for joining. Patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Support this fucking show. Uh, Drew Films is finally in the chat. Uh, what's up, Drew? What's the deal is? How's your haircut? Um, okay, now for our newest Patreon members. Uh, let's start with uh, Mike and the gay pick, <laughs> Jack Hickey, Joel Ahrens, uh, the goat of all goats, Deborah So's feet. <laughs> Number one. Uh, then we got Sauce Monkey Spinelli. Good one. Superman Sons Rocket smells like Robin's corn pocket. <laughs> Two Hall of Famers right there. Deborah So's feet. Sauce Monkey Spinelli's a goodie, but Superman's son's rocket smells like Robin's corn pocket. Good one. David Watson, Stephanie Meyer, Josh Beaver, Pat Keys, and Jackie Hopkins. Thank you, Jackie Hopkins, and the rest of you. Patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. Go join up, and we'll see you next week. It's been a long time.